Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this evening, Ed Montana. Alongside me today in the virtual world, as usual, because he's too lazy to come over here, but he's sporting a nice hat today. My brother, Alex. Alex, how you doing? Hold on. I'm rubbing my head for good luck. You look like Mr. Clean. Without the muscles and the earring. Oh, yeah, that's true. Only, only in <laughs> terms of hair. Ah, okay, okay. How's What's up, my brother? How's it going? It's going great, man. Celebrating the 4th of July weekend. Enjoying the day off today, although I must admit I did do some work. But other than that, enjoying a day off. How about you? Ah, man. It was uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, in case you guys didn't. In case you guys don't follow our Twitter page at Positive Sports Six, make sure you go check it out. Uh, put up a little tweet, a little throwback episode. I think that was from like two years ago. Uh, we did a, a Fourth of July. We woke up early. It was like eight in the morning. We, we recorded the podcast at like eight in the morning, and it was a, a Fourth of July. Really? And uh, yeah, I yeah. I don't remember this. And and the highlight of that. Of that pod, that episode was, uh, you know, since it was, you know, Nathan's hot dog eating contest, which we all know is very popular mm -hmm. uh, in Coney Island and on the 4th of July. You know, uh, I kind of reenacted your wing eating contest, <laughs> uh, 12 wings in six minutes, atomic bomb, super hot, ghost peppery wings. I think I thought I thought that was great. I, my enactment was great. Your accomplishment of, of the contest was great. Go check out that episode of the Positive Sports Podcast. That's right. And oldie but goodie. Hey, you got to be to something to do something, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody somebody tweeted out uh, what athlete would you invite over for a barbecue? And I put on there. Definitely not Joey Chestnut because he would eat all the food. Yeah, you can't. Do you think he gets a lot of invites? Invite like, does do you think he gets a lot of invites to like weddings and stuff like that? Probably not, right? I, I, I don't know. I maybe they they order some food for him specifically and to the side, right? Aside from like the guest food. Did I tell you I met Joey Chestnut about five years ago? Did I tell you that Greek festival? Yes, at the Greek festival, they yeah. had the World Euro Eating Championships. Now, for those of you That's that don't right. know, a gyro is lamb meat with a tomato, with tomatoes, onions, tzatziki sauce, which is like a cross between ranch dressing and yogurt. <clears throat> Only it tastes good. In a pita, and, and a pita is like about. It's about the size of your hand. It's a it's a thick tortilla is what it is, right? Yeah, exactly. This man ate 30 Euro sandwiches in 10 minutes. Now, Damn. I'm telling you, if you eat one Euro, that's a good meal. Like, that's the equivalent of eating a right. sandwich. You're a sandwich guy, right? That's the equivalent right. of right. eating a ham and cheese sandwich. To eat yeah. 30 of them in 10 minutes is insane. And I met that's him after the contest. <clears throat> And I'm sitting there and he's just standing around like it's like it's the Greek festival. So people kind of didn't really give a shit. Right. Um, so he's just standing there milling around, talking to people, the other eaters. There's some famous guys there, Matt Stoney and, you know, who's ranked number four, another guy. And um, 
you know, they're just standing around talking, shooting, shooting shit. And this guy, if you look at him in the shoulders and chest, he's not built, built, but I mean, he looks like a strong guy. And then you look at his stomach and I'm not kidding, Alex, The, the guy has, he's the only fat guy with stomach muscles. (laughs) <laughs> like, and now granted, he had just eaten 30 sandwiches, right? <clears throat> His stomach looks big, but it looks like muscular. And don't get me wrong. Like, I didn't ask him to pull up his shirt, but it's not like it was hanging over his belt. You know what I mean? Like, right, it right. Looked like it looks stout. And I was like, how the fuck does that happen? You know, this guy just pounds calories like it's going out of style. <laughs> and he was standing there drinking a beer, eating a fucking sandwich. This is like an hour Damn. after the contest. Yeah, no, he, the guy is no joke. He's no joke. Well, congratulations against the jo- Joey Chestnut because that's like you know that's that's the only winner of the Nathan's hot dog eating contest for the past I don't know how many years. Uh, what we don't know yet is who is the champion of the NBA, but we will be finding out pretty soon, and hopefully we'll we'll get a prediction from Ed. Mm-hmm. We'll get a prediction from me. The right prediction, of course, and we'll tell you who we think is going to win the NBA Finals. I'll tell you right now, I have a prediction. <laughs> the winner of the NBA Finals will be a team with guys that currently have zero championship rings. Hold on a sec. Wait, is that accurate? Yes. Wow. There is not one wow. player on both of those rosters that has an NBA championship ring. It is the first time since 1977. 1977, 21, 23, 44 years ago <clears throat> that there will be an NBA finals with zero championship rings on the roster before the finals start. Isn't that something? That is. I, I would have. I would have never guessed that. I would have never guessed that. Someone quick signed well, sign Robert Ori to a 10-day contract so you get some championship experience on your <laughs> on your roster. Yeah. No shit. Isn't that something? Hey man, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but m- my blood is not boiling over these NBA finals. Like I'm excited because I'm a basketball fan. And I'm excited to see Chris Paul in, in the finals. I'm excited to see Giannis, although, damn, I'm, he may not play the first couple games. Yeah. Are you, are you excited about these finals? Are you, like, I mean, because I, I, it's very, it feels very dull right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I, I think part of it is the fi- the the conference finals really didn't do anything to inspire some excitement, right? In the um, in the West, Chris Paul was out for a couple of games. Kawhi Leonard, who's the biggest star on the Clippers, was out the entire series. In the East, you lost Giannis for a couple of games. You lost Trey Young for a couple of games. It, it's just like the, the four main stars in the conference finals – played less than half the games right it, it's just yeah. so i think that didn't help and it's i think it's carrying over into the finals look 
I would dare to say a lot of people don't even know the finals start tomorrow. People are like, finals, yeah. when do they start, right? It, it's, it's almost like back to the 70s where they're going to show it on tape delay at 1130 at night. <laughs> but, you know, I think this is what some people, and I think we, we may have talked about this last week, like people wanted to see different teams in the finals. But I think the saying goes, be careful what you wish for. And this is what you get. And you're like, kind of like, damn, I wish LeBron was still in the East and the Cavs were in the finals going against the Warriors again for the 78th time. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we got Cavs and Warriors. Did we get them three years in a row? Four years in a row? Four. And yeah, people, were, people were up in arms, right? We need different teams yeah. in the finals. Well, I mean, you're right. Be careful what you wish for because now we do have different teams in the finals. And I don't think anyone gives a shit. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to be I'll, – I'll be honest with you. It's going to be tough to watch because yeah. ESPN – is ES, ESPN showing the finals, right? I'm pretty sure they are. ESPN is showing the finals. And ESPN has gotten progressively worse in their in their <laughs> programming. Uh, the baseball programs are unwatchable. Like it's Terrible. unwatch Sunday night baseball. I watch with the mute button on because I can't I can't listen to it. And the NBA is getting similar, and TNT is similar. Uh, it's just and with with there being no real storylines in this NBA finals. It's going to be a Chris Paul, I mean, just love fest. I mean, Chris, by the end of the NBA finals, people are going to think that Chris Paul hung the moon. <clears throat> I mean, because they are just, they are not going to stop about Chris Paul. And, and look, I don't, I don't rightfully like, so. Huh? And rightfully so. Rightfully? Really? Because Chris Paul, <clears throat> look, I'm not, I'm not a Chris Paul hater. I'm not a Chris Paul lover. I personally don't care about Chris Paul. But if I stop back, if I stop, if I step back and think about it, Chris Paul, by most accounts in the NBA, is a dirty basketball player. And that's all going to get swept away because, you know, we got to just shower him with love with his first NBA finals at the tender age of 46. I wouldn't say he's a dirty player. I think he knows how to manipulate the rules a little bit. That's what makes him a dirty player. Look, unless you know, because he plays with he plays within the rules. I think a dirty player doesn't play really within the rules. You know what I mean? Like Ron Artest was a dirty player. You know what I mean? When you manipulate, I don't view Chris Paul like that. When you manipulate the rules, unless you play soccer, in which case everyone manipulates the rules. You're a dirty player. Eh, I don't know about that. Look, I'm excited to see Chris Paul in, 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 in the finals. I think he's long overdue. I think winning the finals for him really puts him – it it puts him up there. Like, you got to put him up there, man. Like – Do I? I love, Jason, I love Jason Kidd. I'd put him pretty damn, like, even with Jason mm-hmm. Kidd. <clears throat> Absolutely. Look, but don't you don't you think that there's going to be a certain amount of meh about Chris Paul making it to the finals? Look, he beat the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. He beat the um, the Nuggets without 
Um, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Who'd they beat in the first round? The Lakers without LeBron James and Anthony, or without Anthony Davis, LeBron James was there. Right. Barely. I mean, oh, I mean, look, I'm I'm always the one to say at the end of the at the end of it all, 10, 20 years from now, no one's gonna remember that he went through uh the West with a bunch of you know against a bunch of teams that had their best player injured. But the fact of the matter is, I just <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, on the other hand, we can say the same thing about Giannis. I mean, you know, he beat the injured Nets. Yeah. Who else did, he, at least who else did they play? There. Huh? There was at least one of them there. Yeah. Look, I find it interesting that uh, Drew Holiday said Giannis is the heart of the – I'm sorry – Middleton is the heart of the team, and Giannis is the soul of the team. I found that really interesting. That coming is an, from that's an interesting what so translated into Alex speak. What did you take that to mean? And Giannis might be a little softy. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like. But he's got soul. He's got soul. <laughs> you know what I took from that? I took from that is that uh, Drew Holiday and the rest of the Bucks understand that they all play a role in 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 in, in the game of basketball. You know, in, in the playoffs, and it's not just about Giannis. If uh, if if you watch some of the games of the Bucks games. I mean, when Giannis went out, the ball movement was was so much better coming from the Bucks. You know, it's it's like defenses don't zone in on Giannis. We know what Giannis is going to do. He's not a jump shooter. He'll take jump shots, but he won't. He, that's not his mo, right? His mo is driving to the basket. So it's almost like okay, everybody clears out one on one, and he goes right. And him being out, I think it it kind of allowed everybody to play maybe their their style of basketball a little better yeah. right yeah no and, I agree and the with ball that. just kind of moved around a little a little better so I don't know and I mean and, and then kind of like you kind of question well what happens when Giannis comes back does that stop and they go back to just being kind of a little bit of one-dimensional right one and a yeah. half dimensional so I don't know. I, I, it, go ahead. Here, here, here's what I think. I think the two key players in this series are not who we think they are. Everyone thinks this is Giannis and Chris Paul or Giannis and Devin Booker. I think this series is Chris Middleton and DeAndre Ayton. I think, um, I think Giannis will come back. He'll get his points. He'll do what he does. But ultimately – the Bucks will win games when Chris Middleton plays good basketball. Right. And, and on the other side, I think Chris Paul is going to do what Chris Paul does. I think Devin Booker is going to do what Devin Booker does. But I think the games the Suns are going to win are the games where DeAndre Ayton really steps up and controls the middle, which makes Brooks Lopez very important as well because he's going to have to defend him. He's going to have to stay out of foul trouble and 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 neutralize DeAndre Ayton because if, if DeAndre Ayton has a, has a game where he goes off, he really opens things up 
for Booker and Paul. So I think, you know, much like in baseball in the World Series, the hero and the goat is never the star that you think it's going to be. I think it's going right. to be the same thing here. I think we're going to have a couple of of uh, of of Robins that are really going to have to step up and play like Batman in order for their team to win because Batmans are going to do what Batmans are going to do, and right. Robin is going to have to step up and be be you know play like a Batman. I, I I agree with you 100%. I mean, the, look at Chris Middleton and, and Brooke Lopez. Yeah. They both they both had a great game five and six against the Hawks in the Eastern Conference Finals. I wonder if the, the coaches will try to coach a little different or try to draw a plays a little different. Like, why not? Why not maybe allow the other guys to kind of go off in the first and second quarters? See if they can get into a rhythm. Because if they can get into a rhythm, if Chris Paul, if uh, everybody but uh, let's, let's take the Bucks, right? Uh, you know, right. besides Giannis, if everybody can get into a rhythm, and your main guy really hasn't gone off, you're kind of you know kind of saving him for the third quarter, maybe, or the end of the second quarter, and then the second half. The the problem with that comes with a guy like Giannis, who you can foul and put on the line and shoots. 45%. So yeah. I think I think Milwaukee is less likely to do that than than Phoenix. Phoenix Phoenix can really kind of open things up for the entire team early on. And I think yeah. again when you've got if Aiden can win the battle with Brooks Lopez, then it opens up a lot of inside outside stuff that, you know, we've seen that over and over again. Inside outside works great. Because it opens up, right. it ends up opening both sides. Yeah, <clears throat> just one man. I don't know, man. It'll be interesting. Uh, I I hope we get to see both teams healthy. Because, I mean, if if people think this is a dull finals, if if you're missing one star, either way, from either team, yeah, for sure, man, it's gonna be like, well, this team won because this the other team didn't have their star. I wonder, I want, I do wonder a little bit, you know, we touched on this earlier, but I wonder if Phoenix wins, if they don't get a little bit of the Toronto treatment, right? Like we say, Oh, Toronto won because KD and Clay Thompson got hurt. Right. <clears throat> I wonder if we, if the same thing kind of doesn't happen to the Suns, if they end up winning with Giannis hurt and knowing that they had, <clears throat> I'm not going to say an easy path through the West, but a path where they avoided some of the bigger stars in the West, right? Like Anthony Davis and Jamal Murray and Kawhi Leonard. It, it's, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate because <clears throat> I think oftentimes to win a championship, you have to be good for sure, but you also have to be lucky, right? You have to avoid injuries yeah. on your team. And, and sometimes you have to, you know, you, you get lucky by someone else being hurt. And, and I know that that sounds kind of bad, but you know, we, we do, we do sometimes there is an element of luck that allows you to get to a championship. It's not, Oh yeah. Not yeah just skill. And, and it, there is a certain amount of luck to get there because look, it's not an easy task, right. To play 72 games and then to play four, four series where you have to win another 16 games in order to, to crown yourself champion. It's not easy. Look at the end of the day, the bucks, uh, 
The Bucks have been, you know, one of the top two teams in the NBA the past two, three seasons. I mean, yeah. so they they don't have a bunch of different players. I mean, their their rosters, you know, pretty much stayed consistent. I'd say. Uh, you got to come to play now. These guys are professionals, and you know they just got to come to play. Yeah, the more we talk about it, the more I think it will be an interesting series. So long as we don't have to hear about how wonderful it is that Chris Paul has finally made it to the NBA finals. Who's a 15 time yeah. all-star and he's good friends with LeBron James. And I wonder if LeBron James will go to any of the, ba- any of the finals games. Nah, he's too busy coaching up his son, Bronny, man. He, he, he don't miss those games, but you know, he could go to one game and maybe he could tell Jeff Van Gundy what to say. And Marv Albert, you know, go over there and give the PA announcer a few pointers here and there about what to say and what not to say. Don't you think? Um, uh, That does sound something like LeBron would do. So can the guy make himself any more unlikable? Why are we talking about LeBron anyway? He's not even in the free. See, 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 he's not even in the finals and you brought him up. It's my fault. It is your fault. So let's get rid of LeBron. Okay. Who you got? Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee Bucks. Who's going to win? How many games? Final score, leading score. Look, I I think um, I think that the the injury to Giannis has been a bit of a blessing in disguise because it has shown that Chris Middleton really can step up his game and take over. And I think Brooks Lopez is good enough defensively to shut down, not shut down, but neutralize DeAndre Ayton, force the Suns to an outside game, which I think the Bucks can handle. And I think. Chris Middleton, Giannis comes back in game two, and I think they they motor through Phoenix and eventually win the series in six. In so you six. want the final score? The final score of the final game is going to be 108-98 bucks. Write it down. Write it down. I don't want to hear no shit later that, oh, you didn't make the right prediction. Write it down right now. Get you a little, <laughs> get you a little pen. Get you a little piece of paper and write down – Bucks in six, 108 98 in game six. The Bucks win. I, it's, it's all here, it's all up here. Well, fuck, that's no, I don't know who the hell's gonna win this, <laughs> huh? I said, Well, fuck, that's never gonna last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know who's gonna win this series. I'm kind of torn because I, I think the majority are leaning sons, but I got a strange feeling that Giannis is gonna come back. After two games, I think I don't think he plays for the first two games. I think he comes back. I think he ends up being the difference. I think he ends up showing why he's been a two-time MVP. Yeah, you know what I mean. I agree. I really. I and and I. I'm. I'm, I'm kind of leaning Bucks for some reason. Well, because I'm I kind of leaning Bucks. I, I know why you're leaning Bucks. Because I just told you that my pick, which is always the right pick, no. is Bucks and six. I wouldn't be surprised if you predicted that the Bucks are going to win in six and that you predict that the final score will be 108 to 98, just like me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It'll be 98 to 108. <laughs> and it'll be in the sixth game, not game. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning bucks. It's not often that we're on the same side of these things. No, not really. We usually pick not really. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going with bucks. Uh, I'll say bucks and seven. Okay. Okay. 108.98. Bucks and seven. Eh, I don't know. Doesn't matter. 109.99. More than the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> At least one point more. Than- <laughs> hey, um, one of the things that we have not been in agreement on is Otani, because you think he doesn't deserve to be MVP. But I think- I never said that. Yeah, you did. You didn't say it, but you did it last week. I could feel it in our conversation. But look, all-star rosters came out. My man made it as a DH, an outfielder, a pitcher. I think they want him to coach third base between innings. (laughs) The guy can do it all. If that's not MVP, if that's not an MVP player, I don't know what is. Listen, between you and ESPN and every other media outlet, if I have to keep hearing about Otani, I'm going to stop watching baseball for the rest of the season, okay? <laughs> Enough Otani talk. Listen, since our last podcast, Otani has been on a tear still. <laughs> he heard me. What can I say? I mean, what, geez. What can I say? I, I, I will say this. It's a little bit um, – you know me. I'm a big Otani fan, right? That's right. That's very obvious. There's there's a few things on this podcast that are obvious. I hate the VAR. I love my parents. I'm a big Otani fan, right? Those things are right. obvious. But isn't it a little disingenuous to say he made it in as a pitcher and a DH? Because like, if a guy previously played, I don't know. DH and first base, right? He makes it as one or the other. It's not like they have one less roster spot now because Otani made it as two different positions. So I think it's a little disingenuous when they say he made it as a pitcher and a DH. Just my opinion. Does that make him a two-time All-Star? I'll tell you what. If I'm starting to craft my MVP uh, my, my uh, Hall of Fame credentials, and I'm Otani. I call it two-time MVP. Yeah. Right? All-star. Two-time, yeah, I'm sorry, two-time all-star. <clears throat> yeah? So yeah, you got to put that on your resume. I wonder if they're going to – you know how when they uh, when they introduce the players at the all-star game, he's going to be a starter, right? I, I would assume so. <clears throat> If he's a start, do they introduce him with the reserves as a pitcher and then he goes back to the dugout and they introduce him as the DH with the starters? Oh, yeah. He's got to run back to the dugout, get in place, and then come back out. I mean, it, if, that's, if that's not an MVP, I don't know what is. I mean, he makes a better yeah. and better case every day. I'll tell you what. In the middle of the week, I was like – like, no joke. I was watching Babe Ruth without really having ever watched Babe Ruth play. Like, what he's doing is 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 exactly that. Like, whoever saw Babe Ruth play, this is what they were watching. Yeah. I mean, this guy's fucking hitting 500-foot bombs to the straight center field. 
Dude, the one he hit day before yesterday to dead center. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, I know, I know that they pad those stat cast numbers. There's no way some of those, like, they say a home was like 420 feet and it barely clears the fence at 385. I'm like, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. I, I feel like they're always padded, but that, the one he hit to dead center, that thing was every bit of 500. Yeah, uh, I mean he's he's raking, bro. I I, I wonder. I'll, I'll be interested to know what if they even then had tape measures back then. What Babe Ruth's longest home run was? Look, the only thing Otani has to do to match Babe Ruth is start calling a shot. Yeah, if he starts calling it, look out. He's the Japanese Babe Ruth. Is he Japanese or Chinese? He's Japanese, right? I think he's. Knees. Asian. Asian. Hey, so now that he plays in America, can we claim him as Asian American? Fuck yeah, I would. I think he's Asian American. He's Asian American. As of today, oh, 4th of July was yesterday. He hit a bomb too. Yeah, yeah. He's- Asian. I mean, come on. He's Asian American. So, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, any, uh, so... Have you looked at the all-star rosters? Is that what you're pulling up on your phone right now? No, actually, I was pulling up something else, but I have I have not looked at the at the all-star rosters. I have not looked at them, no. So let me let me read them off to you real quick in the National League and give me your thoughts. Freddie Freeman of the Braves at first, Adam Frazier of the Pirates at second, Fernando Tatis of the Padres at short, Nolan Arenado at third, Buster Posey from the Giants as a catcher, Ronald Acuna, Nick Castellanos, and Jesse Winker, two-thirds of the Cincinnati Reds outfield in the outfield. Two-thirds in the outfield. Um, Any thoughts? Uh, I mean, nah, those guys are all deserving. I mean, I don't know. Was there a snub? I don't think there was. I don't think there was anybody snub. I don't feel like there was a snub, but you know what I do find very interesting about that? They're not big names. Well, you've got, you've got a guy, a starting second baseman from a team with the second worst record in the national league the guy from the pirates right uh what was his name again adam frazier yeah so from the pirates and then you've got two-thirds of the outfield from a cincinnati reds team that most people don't know about they are 43 and 40 good for second place in the in the national league but if i'm not mistaken 43 and 40 doesn't even get you a wild card spot right now in the National League. So you've right. got three guys that are on teams that are likely not going to make the playoffs, which is kind of incredible. And and not that's not what, guys. But that's not what the All Star team being named to the All Star team is. is no, yeah, I know. I understand that. It's all about numbers. No, I, much. Look, I completely understand that. And I'm look, I'm not saying those guys are not deserving. I agree. I think they're deserving. But it is kind of amazing that it just shows how different baseball is, right? Where you have guys that are probably not going to even be in the race at the end of the season. And yet you've got 
three of the eight starters in the National League are from teams like that. I mean, Freddie yeah. Freeman is a perennial all-star. Uh, Fernando Tatis has taken MLB by storm. Uh, Nolan Arroyo to- is another one who's been there, been there, done that, right? Buster Posey, been there, done that. Acuna Jr. The other guys are guys that are established stars or guys that have really taken the game by storm like Tatis and Acuna. And then you've got these three other guys that people probably don't even know about. And I'm, I'm willing to say Freddie Freeman's probably having oh, – he's got 17 home runs, 46 RBIs. Okay, his stats are not – they're not yeah, terrible. He's having a decent season. We'll go over – let's go over to the American League. You've got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at first base, even though he doesn't play first base all the time. And he's the MVP. And, and he wants to be MVP when he only plays a third of the game. Uh, Marcus Simeon, second baseman from the Blue Jays. Xander Bogarts, shortstop from the Red Sox. Rafael Devers, third baseman from the Red Sox. Salvador Perez, the catcher from Kansas City. Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, and Teoscar Hernandez from the Blue Jays in the outfield, which, by the way, I have a problem with that. And then the DH is Otani, the DH slash pitcher slash outfield. I mean, let's let's be real. Uh, any I have thoughts? a problem with any thought. Yeah, I have a problem. I have a problem with the outfield. Absolutely. What's your problem with the outfield? I don't think Mike Trout should be starter, and I don't think Aaron Judge should be a starter. I agree with you about Mike Trout simply because he has not played. Uh, with, uh, with Aaron judge, I'm kind of iffy, but give me the two guys you would put on there aside from Otani, of course. Oh, in the outfield. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck. You called me unprepared for this one. I, I, I don't know who else off the top of my head. I don't know what other, you know what? I'm going to cheat and I'm going to look at something. I don't know, bro. I'll be honest with you. I don't, I don't know. Hold on. Hold I agree on. with you. What is, it, what, is it, what is that big doofus play, right field? Aaron Judge? Well, remember, yeah. when it comes to outfield, it's just three outfielders. It's not it's not right field, no, but it, left field, and center field. Mm, I'm just saying, that's the way they do it. I don't think that's right. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Right here. I would – Okay. Are you sure that's how they do it? Yes. Haven't you ever been to the ballpark and filled out a, an all-star ballot? No, I don't do that. Okay. God, All right. Man. All right. Well, then, then you put then you put Cedric Mullins of the Baltimore Orioles in the outfield. Guy's hitting 318. He's got 15 home runs, 32 RBIs. I mean, his stats are not too far off of what Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is hitting 284, 19 home runs, 43 RBIs. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, hey, you want to go a little further? Yeah. In in Denver, I put Joey Gallo in right field. He's hitting 233. Not great, but he's got 20 home runs and 46 RBIs, more than Aaron Judge. And he's played in he's played in more. No, uh, yeah, nah, nah, same. One more what, what's what, what's judge what's judge hitting? Two eighty four. Yeah, no. He's got a on base of three seventy nine. 
Gallo's got an on base of 389. I can't take a guy who's hitting 233 over a guy who's hitting 284. Why not? When everything else makes up for it. Mm, does it make up for it or does it come close? Home runs, RBI. I think I mean I mean it's 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 very close to goal. It's pretty close. I don't think Aaron Judge is having an all-star type season. So Again, this is this is uh, this is this is this is the effects of fan voting. You get a whole coast that gets on the same page, and actually, everybody's a Yankee fan. If you you, you can go as all the way across America, and you got a lot of fraud Yankee fans, and they're gonna vote for this guy. And I just think that I don't think he's having an All Star type of season. No, I agree with you. I just don't think Joey Gallo's the uh, the answer to that. Well, let's see. That's what I think. If you go by fantasy, which a lot of people like to do, I mean, fuck! Look at Adales Garcia of Texas. The guy's batting two seventy, twenty home runs, fifty eight RBIs. I mean, what are we doing here? I'm sorry, Aaron Judge is not an all star. Sorry, Yankee fans. I, I no, I and I don't disagree with you. I just no, I understand you don't disagree, but I'm just I'm just giving you a re, I'm giving the the people that are watching this episode. I want to see I want to see who who the other guys are that are that are out there. Who can we put out there instead? You know what I mean? Look, Mitch Hanniger, the Seattle Mariners. The guy's batting 252, 18 home runs, 47 RBIs. Aaron Judge is not an all-star. I agree with you. I agree with you. And, and the Mike Trout one bothers me because is he even going to be eligible? Like, is he even going to be healthy enough to play? I don't think so. How many games has he played? And I love Mike Trout. Like 10? Oh, but, I mean, in this case, I think you have to, you know, if, if you're going to go with the, with the center fielder, you got to go with Cedric Mullins, man. I mean, the guy – the guys now that's an all-star season. Batting 318, 15 home runs, 32 RBIs for a guy that not many have heard of, right? He's a rookie, guy. I think this he just like yeah. he just got called up. Yeah, that's part of the problem, right? For him, unfortunately. He's not getting the love because I mean, Mike he's a rookie. Yeah, Mike, come on, man. Mike Trout has played in 36 games, has eight home runs. See. Yeah, less yeah, than I have teams. I, I I agree with you. That's that's where I have a problem. That's where I have a problem with the with the um, <clears throat> with the All Star thing, right? I, because look, I don't, I don't, look, I don't think Aaron Judge is an All Star, and I don't think <clears throat> Mike Trout is really an All Star just because he hasn't thirty six. When you've played less than half the games, you can't. I'm sorry, you can't be on the All Star team. You know what I mean? And look, not not to not to beat a dead horse, but if we're looking at center fielders and we're looking at Mike Trout's numbers, Byron Buxton has played 27 games, okay? Oh, 10 fewer, but has a 369 batting average, has 10 home runs, 19 RBIs. Like he's got less, I mean, he's he, his numbers are pretty even to what Mike Trout did in 36 games. Yeah, no. Higher I, on base. I'm sorry. Higher slugging. I mean, shit. 
So. Yeah, the and, and it's unfortunately there's nothing you can really do about that. It's just kind of the way it works, right? With the fan voting and it's a, right, right. sometimes it becomes a bit of a popularity contest. But I, I agree with you. It's really kind of unfortunate that guys like you know that that other guys are not going to get a crack because you've got two spots. One taken up by a guy who's popular and playing, but the other one who's Look, I love Mike Trout as much as anyone, but at 36 games, you can't put him on the – you can't make him an all-star starter. You can't even make him a backup, for crying out loud, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. So, anyway. Um, uh, I was trying to look at the uh, home run derby participants are. Uh, Otani's there. Alonzo's um, uh, in it. Trevor Story, because he's a local guy, is going to do it. Pete Alonso is going to participate? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. He's going to win again. Uh, I hope he he withdraws, actually. (laughs) I mean, look, if you have – if a player of your favorite team is in the home run derby, you better hope they withdraw. Yeah, because you're thinking it's it's an automatic slump afterwards? Yeah. Yes, no doubt. It is. <clears throat> I don't care because I want to see my guy win and I have faith that he's not going to go into a slump. I don't know, man. It's got injury written all over it. Just one man's opinion. <clears throat> what else in baseball? Uh, you know, the standings really haven't changed much. Well, look. Like I think I think that I think the very obvious thing to talk about in baseball is MLB needs to consult with all of their pitchers to figure out how they can grip a baseball because it's obvious that this sticky stuff check has affected a lot of guys. I mean, Garrett Cole has given up runs like it's little league ball. Apparently, you know, instead of dinosaur arms, he's got dinosaur fingers. He can't grip <laughs> baseball. It's too difficult to grip a baseball without sticky stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, his numbers are, I mean, there's a glaring difference pre-sticky, tacky memo and post-sticky, tacky memo. Yeah. Well, so I, find it, I find it really funny, and, and, and I almost feel bad for the for the Yankees because aside from not being a very good baseball team, in my opinion, you just paid this guy three hundred twenty four million to throw a baseball with some sticky stuff, and now he can't now, fucking use it. And now he can't use the sticky stuff, so he basically has to shot put it to the plate. That's right. That's right. His fastball went from ninety five to thirty five because he can't grip it. He's like holding Spin rates it. down a couple thousand spins. Yeah. I mean, he's basically throwing a palm ball every time. Yeah. Remember, remember the old palm ball? I'm not that old, Ed. Well, I am 50 plus now. <laughs> in a week. So I do remember week. the palm ball. Yeah, it's he's still to me, he is still the Funniest example of this whole sticky mess. And the guiltiest. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, his reactions 
his reaction to the whole thing is just like he's got guilty written in red across his forehead. I'll tell you what, though. I took notes, and I am going to use that response going forward. So when my wife asked me, did you make this mess in the kitchen? I'm just going to go. I don't even know how to answer that question. <laughs> Yo, that would be so funny. Did you I could be a fly wet- on the wall just to. Yeah. Did you leave your wet clothes in the sink again? I don't even know how to answer that question. That's my <laughs> response to anything. Anytime I'm guilty of anything, my response is just going to be a blank stare for five seconds and then. I don't even know how to answer that question. Yeah. You get pulled oh, oh, oh. over. You get pulled over for speeding. Do you know how fast you were going? I don't <laughs> even know how to answer that question. <laughs> See, now that's a dumb question when you get asked, do you know how fast you were going? No, Mr. Officer. I was looking ahead <laughs> on the road. I'm not looking at my speedometer to see how fast i'm going what kind of dumb question is that that's a true question by the cops i'm trying to be safe here and keep my eyes on the road so no i am not looking at my speedometer that's a good you know what that's a very good answer however i'm gonna go with the garrett cole answer (laughs) i don't even know how to answer that question (laughs) (laughs) sir can you please step out of the vehicle (laughs) (laughs) Terrible, terrible. Yeah, well, you know who should have used that answer to that question? You know who should have used that response to any question? What was that? Shikari Richardson. (laughs) Nah, she did right. She had the right answer. Fuck that. What was the right answer? Fuck yeah, puff that blunt. (laughs) Yeah. Was that her answer? I don't know, but... What was her answer? I don't even know what her answer was. I don't know, but her piss test said, fuck yeah, smoke that blunt. She won a gold medal? No, she can't even compete at the Olympics. Oh, because she took performance-enhancing drugs or what? She got popped for weed. That's what I'm saying. She she took... That's what I'm saying. She took performance-enhancing drugs. I don't know that weed falls under performance enhancing. I just know you can't take it. It is not a performance enhancing drug. Okay. (laughs) She got popped for fucking nature. She got (laughs) popped for fucking a plant. (laughs) Let's, let's stop this nonsense, bro. It's weed. And look, 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 before anybody says, well, it's illegal and it's going by the rules. Yeah, I understand that, but you know how many people fucking break rules? Like people in the White House that break rules and in government and all this nonsense and owners of baseball teams and owners and all this stuff, bro. And you want to pop this girl, this female for some damn weed? Well, here's the, here's the thing. If, if she was in a hot dog eating contest, that would be performance enhancing. Yeah, because you get the munchies, right? I mean, that's an advantage right there. She is freaking running track, bro. She's running track where where 
the smoke of the weed or whatever she, however she consumed it, is is supposedly not good for her lungs, right? It's gonna mess up her breathing and stuff. That, that was gonna be that was my first question when I found out she got popped for weed. Is like smoking is bad for your lungs, right? So surely she doesn't smoke weed. She ingested weed, right? Like she ingested she did some edibles, right? Right. I, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So look, here's the thing. I agree that it's kind of dumb to get suspended for weed. But for all of the people coming out in defense of her, the rules are the rules, right? Like, why does she why did she do it? Right? Does she do it to deal with anxiety? Does she do it because she just likes getting high? I don't know why. But I'm sure there are other people, right? Other people in the hundred meter dash that wouldn't have minded taking a hit of some weed, but they didn't because it's against the rules. So while I think the rule is dumb and they should change it, right? Because look, it's legal in most States anyway. At the end of the day, you don't follow the rules. You get suspended. That's just the way it works, right? Like it's, you know, I feel bad for her because it's something that happens once every four years, or in this case, five years. But you broke the rules. Let me ask you something. Did you ever? Did you ever? Did you ever get pulled over? I get life? pulled over once a week. All right. <laughs> so you go to jail once a week? No, I don't go to jail once a week, but I get a ticket once a week. Okay. <laughs> so you've gotten a ticket at least every time? No. Or, or have you gotten away with? Or have you gotten away with a warning, maybe you know, or so, something like that? Yes, I have gotten a warning. Okay. All right. Well, I can't this is the same fucking. Oh, so you broke the rule, but you got a warning. Right. Is and that you what you're telling me? You think she should get a warning? I think that would be fair. Sure. Why not? I mean, I agree with you. I, I agree with you, except for one thing. When then I you don't agree with me. No, 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 no. It's not that. No, I, I agree with you. Like a warning would be the appropriate measure, right? But but that's not the way the rules are written. And in the scenario that you gave where I get pulled over for a ticket, it doesn't preclude someone else from doing whatever they're doing, right? Whereas in her case, her, I, I don't want to call it cheating, but her breaking that rule may have precluded someone else from going to the Olympics. How? How did how would have weed precluded, which I don't even know what the hell it means. How would have weed <laughs> precluded anybody else from going to the Olympics? I don't know. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you just gave the wrong answer. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Okay, so how would you know how to answer that question? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I understand, you know, rules get broken, and I, you know, and I, and I do think that for the most part, they, you know, consequences need need to, you know, need need to happen. But I mean, it, you know, if, if we're using our, our brains a little bit, weed, number one, doesn't doesn't hurt anybody. Uh, it may solve some some problems maybe as far as like anxiety and, and, and pain and all that stuff. Right. But this is not a performance. Weed is not under the performance enhancing drug list. Yeah. And, and 
and you know, I mean, you could have cut the girl some slack, bro. Seriously, like, I mean, I don't get to see those long ass nails and that all that fly makeup in, in the Olympics. I'm kind of upset about that, but you know, I do, seriously, I, yeah. Look, I I get it, and here's my problem is is they should change the rule. Uh, the yeah. rule is, but as far as their application of the rule, uh, as much as I think the rule is dumb, the rule is there, right? And if she wasn't the best sprinter, I think arguably on the planet, we wouldn't be having this discussion. If it was the fourth place girl and she got banned and and she couldn't compete in the world championships instead of the Olympics we wouldn't think anything about it, but it's because of who it is and when it is and, and all that stuff. And look, I think they should change the rule. I mean, you're getting to a point where isn't it a majority of the States in this country where, where weed is either legal or medically legal and, and to get a medical weed license. I mean, all you got to do is walk into a doctor's office and say, I have anxiety and they give you a license. Yeah. So it's not like a, it's not like a real, you know, thorough diagnosis of whether you need it or not. So essentially if you take all the medical States and the, and the recreational States, I think you've got more than half of the country, not to mention yeah. the rest of the world, the rule needs to be changed. And it's unfortunate that Shikari Richardson is really going to pay such a steep price because for these athletes, for these individual sport athletes the olympics is their honeypot right like right this is where they can really make hay right i mean bruce jenner won the olympics uh 45 years ago and is still relevant now part of it is because he you know he goes by caitlin jenner but i mean that guy has made a career off of off of his olympic victory what what Time out. Alex, you have a question? You're telling me Caitlyn Jenner was Bruce Jenner? Yeah. And was an Olympian? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Alex did not know that. I swear <laughs> to God, I, I didn't know that. You're Brooklyn Gaucho did not know that. What the hell? Are you serious? Yeah, bro, you didn't know that? You're fucking with me, right? I, I swear to you, bro, I did not know that. I pro was an Olympic runner? He Sprinter? won the decathlon, bro. In 1976 at the Montreal Olympics, he won the decathlon. Please tell me you knew that. 1976? Yeah. I'm not that old, sorry. <laughs> Bro, I, I promise you, I did not know. If you guys haven't tuned into the Positive Sports Podcast, make sure you tune in because you will learn some shit. I did not know <laughs> Bruce Jenner. I did not know Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner, was a freaking Olympic gold winner. Yeah, and the decathlon. He was on the I, I, did, I did spot. not know that, bro. I, I did not know that. I swear I did not know that. Oh my God. I don't watch the Olympics. What do they come on every 12 years or what? Four. Actually, oh, every okay. two. Every yeah. two, because the Winter Olympics are on a different cycle from the Summer Olympics. Right. 
from the summer. Yeah, I, I didn't know that, bro. I promise. Your face. That's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. No, I, I feel like we're gonna get off this podcast and be like, "Sucker!" <laughs> I promise to you, brother. I did not hey, don't, know. Don't don't say scouts honor or whatever because you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, wow. Okay. So back. <laughs> See, even Ed is mind blown out of this. You're yeah, flabbergasted. I, I always wanted to use that word, by the way. Flabbergasted? There you go. <laughs> mind blown in one way, and I am now mind blown in a different way. <laughs> I tell you what, people, if you don't watch the positive sport, this is an episode you need to watch because the hand gestures are <laughs> hilarious on this one, right? You got sticky fingers or small yeah. <laughs> fingers. It can't grip a baseball. You've got mind blown. It makes us look like Bullwinkle. Um you probably don't know who Bullwinkle is either. Yeah, yeah. cartoon, right? There's another one. There's another but, name. But of course you know the cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beavis and Butthead, you know. Wait, who was it with Bullwinkle? Ozzy and Bullwinkle? I don't know who the other one was, but I know Bullwinkle. Okay, all right. So, God, we've gone down a ridiculous path here. Um, we have. So, yeah, look. Shakari Richardson misses out on making some money, um, and it's unfortunate, but <clears throat> she broke the rules. I mean, I, I hate I hate to be flippant, and I hate to I hate to say that the rule absolutely needs to be changed. I agree with that, and I think the rule is I think the rule is dumb at the end of the day. But she broke the rule. The suspension is what the suspension is. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man uh-huh you ready to wrap it up yeah because if if i hear you not know who you know president reagan was i think i'm gonna lose my mind can't believe he was a president <laughs> get the hell out of here i failed third grade okay i didn't get past third grade so i i know you're fucking with me there um, <laughs> there I am. <laughs> All righty, folks. Uh, if you want to share your thoughts with us, tell us about other historical figures that Alex may not know about. You can reach the show via email, positivesports10 at gmail.com, positivesports10 at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of Alex, Alex, how do they do that? On Twitter at BrooklynGaucho1. And don't bash me for not knowing who the hell Kylie slash Bruce Jenner <laughs> is was what was he she Caitlin. <laughs> oh Caitlin Caitlin Caitlin, Caitlin Kylie Kylie's a different one that's a Kardashian isn't it anyway uh, if you want to get a hold of me you can do so on Twitter as well at emontana21 and with that we've come to the end of another wonderful episode of the Positive Sports Podcast. Catch us on YouTube, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, whatever podcast platform is your choice. Check us out, Positive Sports Podcast. As always, folks, ignore the negativity. Be the positivity. Peace. <laughs> I think I... St-